On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Julie Floyd from Styled Life. We had an awesome conversation all around this incredible service that she is providing. We talked about how she's been growing that. We talked about what it's like to have to go out and get these celebrity makeup artists and all of this kind of stuff. Guys, if you are running a brand and you want to figure out how to connect different dots and connect with different people and learn about what that growth kind of looks like, you guys are not going to want to miss this one. Guys, I've actually been using this app for years. Did you know that most e-commerce stores are leaving 10 to 15% of their total revenue on the table by not offering upsells with every purchase? Crazy, right? But you can actually put that money back into your wallet with the OneClick Upsell app. OneClick Upsell is the secret weapon that's already made 560 million in extra upsell revenue for merchants just like you. This simple app transforms any Shopify store by offering highly targeted pre-purchase and post-purchase upsells with every single order. We've seen one-click upsell double a merchant's total revenue and average order value practically overnight. In fact, the average Shopify merchant who installs one-click upsell on their store increases their total sales by 10 to 15% as soon as they set up the app. And it's ridiculously simple to set up. I can even set it up. Not saying I'm, you know, bad at setting things up, but... OneClick Upsell is the original upsell app for Shopify. Again, I've been using this one for years and it's highly profitable. Upsell funnels have already made half a billion dollars. Yes, I know we just said that before, but it's true. That's because OneClick Upsell actually has more features and more offer placements than any other upsell app on the market. You get state-of-the-art features like AI-powered upsells, which is massive, brand new product page widgets, and high converting shopping cart pop-ups. Plus the app has built-in split testing, which is again, super simple to use. So it's a no brainer to find the best performing offers for your particular store. That's why it's no surprise that one click upsell has made merchants like you again, an extra half a billion dollars and continuing in additional revenue. So if you're looking for the fastest way to scale your Shopify store in 2024, head on over to oneclickupsell.com and claim your special 30 day free trial offer. It only takes a few clicks to install the app launch your first upsell and start generating 10 to 15% more revenue today, as in literally right now. And I hate that I said literally, but I did. <laughs> Don't miss out on another dollar in free upsell. Go to oneclickupsell.com and start your free trial right now. And please tell them that Jordan sent you. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Looking forward to this conversation today with Julie Floyd from Styled Life. Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jordan. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for people who don't know anything about you or anything about what you do, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, thank you. Yeah. So my name is Julie Floyd and I am the founder and CEO of Styled Life. Style Life is a fashion and beauty platform that connects anybody, anywhere to celebrity, hair, fashion, and makeup stylists for personalized one-on-one -on -one appointments so that the individual can get the styling and beauty help and advice they need by a trusted, vetted professional. It's super interesting. I was on your site before and I was thinking, I was like, oh, this is like OnlyFans almost 
for makeup <laughs> artists and celebrities. And I mean, I guess celebrities are on OnlyFans, but that's kind of like what it reminded me of. I was like, oh, this is super interesting. Was this your idea, first of all? Yes, this is my idea. Okay, I've heard of OnlyFans, but I really don't know anything about it. I'm going to assume that's a good thing. I'm not an active person on OnlyFans. I've never been on OnlyFans, just so everyone knows, okay? But it, it's more on the nudity side of things if, from what I've heard. Okay, um, well, that's so. okay. <laughs> they all have bodies, like... <laughs> yes. Look, I've heard of OnlyFans, and I hope that one day everyone's sort of styled like. Okay? Yeah. But yeah, so this was my idea. I was that person. I used to be a bond trader, actually, a lifetime ago, a whole identity ago. And then I was home raising our three kids and felt like I was so far outside of the game when it came to knowing how to get dressed, leaving the house, knowing how to do my hair and do my makeup. And so I actually looked for a service where I could get the help I needed, right? Oh, so again, yeah. the trusted advice, because I was doing this thing where I would ask my husband, we had a lot of engagements or social events holiday season especially and I kind of get dressed and do the typical well how do I look and then I had this epiphany one day that I thought well even if he was looking at me and trying to give me the advice that I wanted like he's not the person to ask no right the husband is never the person to ask like let's just make that for all the females listening to this like it is never the person to ask you're never going to get what you want exactly and then also you know they don't want to hurt your feelings so I kept thinking I need unbiased opinion I yeah. need the opinion of someone whose sole goal is literally to make me look and therefore feel my best. Yeah. So how do you get access to that person? You know, I live in a small suburb, not even outside of a big metropolitan city that one might think of for fashion beauty. I mean, I don't live outside of LA or New York or Paris or London or anything like that. So I was thinking, how do I get access to these people yeah. that aren't trying to sell me something in a store for commission? Yes, that is a key, right, Julie? Like, I think that's a huge key. Like, you kind of know, right? Like, with friends, spouses, there's always something else there that you're like, am I getting the full truth, right? <laughs> <laughs> or you're not. Or they're not even looking at you. They're looking at their phone. Yeah, so I wanted that experience for myself. Even worse? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you look great. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, honey, are you ready yet? Like, let's get out. You look fine, you know? So I wanted the advice. I wanted direction from someone whose goal was to help me. In college, I worked in retail. I know what that's like. You get a commission. Honestly, I was young and everything looked great on everybody. But yeah. that's not the experience I wanted. Yeah. So I was just doing like a Google search. How can I get someone to come help me with these different things? And I didn't find the service I was looking for. I couldn't find anything in fashion at all. At the time, there was one company that was out there doing like hair appointments. They'd send someone to wherever you are, your home, whatever for hair. But I looked at the website and they didn't have anything for me. They had mm. like four different hairstyles, like one type of hair. And I thought, well, how do I get something personalized for who I am, how I look? YouTube has a lot of videos, people doing makeup and that kind of thing. And I would think, okay, but that's great. But my eye shape is different. You know, my skin tone is different. Mm. How do I get the recommendations I want for me. And they're selling stuff on YouTube too, right? Like they're talking about, they're probably pushing as a product. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I just kept thinking to myself, if only I could access these people without having to travel. 
And at the time, video conferencing, video calls was really just kind of becoming a bigger thing. And I thought, well, that's a way I could let someone into my home or access an expert anywhere. And I can be anywhere. And so what I actually started to do with Styled Life, even before I had a name, is I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of lay this out as a project. Like, what would it look like if I had my ideal service? How would this work? Yeah. Yeah. And just started it that way. And then slowly over time, I thought, okay, this is a real thing. This service is something that not just I would want, but I was started quietly telling my friends and family like oh yeah well I would do that too yeah and so I did start side life from a personal need-based situation that totally makes sense so I'd love to know about the other side of things because I think that people listening to this podcast are it's a lot of e-commerce store owners agency owners too people out there really just trying to figure out what's kind of the next step and I think it's very interesting that these makeup stylists and celebrity stylists that you have are on the platform. How did you get them to come on the platform as well? Like, what did that look like as far as trying to attract people to actually want to be on the other side of this? Well, that's a great question. And I wasn't sure how that would work at first. But when I started digging into this and looking and really reaching out to celebrity professional hair and makeup and fashion stylists, A lot of them, some of them are on retainer, right? For super big name celebrities, they might travel with that person or they're always available. Those celebrity stylists work for one, maybe two people. They're booked, they're on retainer. They're not looking for something like this, which is more of a gig economy. But there are other amazing, talented, and they're artists. Like they're really artists and they love their work. They love what they're doing. And they might be very busy during award season or very busy, like if they're on a show or a movie set or something like that. Yeah. But one thing I found is when they're not busy, they're not busy. Yeah. They're probably not doing much, like probably similar to like actors and that whole category, right? Where it's like, yeah, just hang out till my next gig. Exactly. And so this is really a perfect gig economy for someone who wants to have more work when they're not super booked and working on a set. But the other thing is the stylists that we have working for us, they love what they do. It's their art and they love sharing their art. And it's really one of the beautiful things that I've come to learn as someone who doesn't have that aesthetic, but I'm looking for someone who does have that expertise. Mm. It's like the client, the individual gets excited from the excitement that these real professionals and artists have. And so they're able to fill up their free time when and where they want to. And so it just really seemed like it was a great opportunity for stylists as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I'd love to know more. Let's go back to over to the other side. I'm really interested in what all of this looks like as far as, you know, I'm sure that there's other people searching for a service like this. How did you really get this thing off of the ground as far as letting people know like, hey, this is a service that you can tap into? I'm imagining COVID was probably awesome for this. Well, yes and no. So we were really just kind of getting off the ground before COVID and then COVID happened and everything kind of shut down, obviously shut down. But as a team, we use that opportunity to kind of think about, okay, what are we doing? Who are we reaching out to? How are we doing this? And I would say like largely it's been through word of mouth, friends and family. But then what happened during COVID is thinking about, well, what other groups can we be reaching out to? So for example, 
when I started this company, my assumption was the users would be people like me, people who wanted help, are willing to accept help from those who knew no more, because not everybody's comfortable with that. Some people like to stay in their comfort zone and have just enough disposable income that they're willing to pay for the best help that they can get, right? And so one thing that we have found that's been great and very rewarding is the scope of people who have actually come to Styled Life and honestly use it for things that never even occurred to me when I was putting this together. Mm. So for example, I kind of launched this with the idea that all the appointment types would just be one-on-one. And so what we did find during the pandemic is we had like small groups, right? Maybe a group of friends getting together and saying, hey, we're in different cities but we can just have this fun like makeup lesson together. Totally. Play bridesmaids too, right? Like that'd be a great one. Yeah. Yes, we've had brides, mothers of the brides, the whole thing. But finding that people could connect with one another through this was like, oh, sure, of course, yes. There are a number of things that people have come to us and said, oh, it's styled life for me. And it turns out styled life is for anyone and everyone in whatever stage of their life they're in. So getting back to the pandemic again, so a lot of people were looking to change directions, right, in their careers. So maybe they wanted to do new headshots and they would come to Style Life to put together a new look for their pictures, right? And people who were like, well, wait a minute, now I'm all day over Zoom. How do I improve or touch up my appearance over Zoom? How do I look professional? Even though I'm at home and I might be wearing pajamas on top, but what, I mean, on bottom, but what can I do on top? So things like that, I would say, and style life as a business and as the CEO, leaning into these new opportunities and these new lanes and saying, yeah, of course, we are a concierge service. Yeah. And so when people have come to us and said, can you do this? We say yes. Even in terms of we've had businesses come to us and say, oh, would you do some kind of team building activity for us? Oh, okay. Yeah. We That's can an do awesome that idea, too. especially for remote <laughs> teams. What a great idea for remote teams. I love that idea, Julie. Exactly. What I want to get into is growth, right? Like where is the growth coming from? What kind of platforms are you seeing or working to acquire customers? Like where is that happening? Because I imagine there's a ton of word of mouth. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind is you do one of these and immediately go tell someone, wow, what an awesome experience that is. Where else are you seeing the growth? One click upsell increases your Shopify revenue 10 to 20% by offering your customers highly targeted upsells and cross sales on every single purchase. In a few clicks, you can add state-of-the-art upsells to your product pages, car pages, thank you pages, and even the shop app. So you can capture more money from every single customer practically overnight. So recently we started doing TikTok videos. Of course. And of course. Yeah. And honestly, I have to say that it was a couple of the younger people on my team, right? Like I do pride myself in having not that outside of the stylists who are around the country and the world, like the internal team, different ages, different perspectives, different regions of the country. And they were saying, we really need to be moving into TikTok. And so we recently started that. And so that's been a really fun thing to see what the team is able to do in those areas as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This just seems like the perfect sort of TikTok type of service, especially, right? Yeah, I really, really love that idea. So what does 2024 look like for you guys? What is the focus 
in 2024 as far as what else is going to help you guys grow and get the word out? Yeah, so 2024 is looking really good. So that one of the things that I've learned and I continue to learn is to lean into asks and say yes. And so there's a couple of things that are potentially happening that would be very big for style life. And hopefully we'll be able to announce in the next week or so. Ooh, but I'm excited, Julie. Things that two people in, uh, in particular have come and said, oh, would you guys be willing to do X, Y, and Z? And I'm going to save it for the universe because I don't want to jinx it. But things that, again, never occurred to me, would style life be involved in something like this? And if someone comes to us and says, we would love to have style life present here, participate there, in-person events. We've got a couple of in-person events lined up this year, 2024. And again, SideLife was based on virtual appointments over a video platform. And recently we've been asked to do, hey, can you come in and do X, Y, and Z? Last year, we were able to work with a university, their college career counseling development cool. for doing image consulting Great for idea. students. Exactly. So we're definitely looking at a lot more of that in 2024. Another example of something that I never imagined Style Life would be doing, but it's a perfect fit for Style Life, right? You know, these kids are coming out of college. They're moving from their college wardrobes. And now everyone's back to work now and thinking, what do I want to do? How do I present myself for interviews, for networking, for my new jobs? And just really being the go-to place for anyone who, you know, whether it's a young person, an older person who is looking for that kind of a transformation or that kind of a new wardrobe, or whether it's still for the individual who's got a wedding to go to, or a holiday party, or a theme party, or music festival, Burning Man, we've had a client who wanted cool. to do like a week's worth of looks, right, for Burning Man. That's an awesome idea for Burning Man, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because we're the full package. You can put together top to bottom the whole look. So 2024, we're really looking into saying yes to all of these different areas that people are asking us about. Cool. That's great. Julie, what's one thing you used to believe that you just don't believe anymore? Great question. I used to believe that a founder was of a business with someone who always knew that they wanted to have a business and run a business, whether that was like a brick and mortar or something else. I believe that was like an identity that someone maybe just came out of the womb with and that was who they were. Mm. As I mentioned earlier, I used to be a bond trader and I was a stay-at-home mom for many years. So what I used to believe that I don't believe anymore is that the identity, like the self, there's so much more, there's so much room to grow. Mm, And I would honestly say to anyone who's young or of any age, I mean, I'm a middle-aged woman having launched this business and one never knows when and where the next opportunity is, the next idea is. And if you believe you can achieve, I think that is so true. And what I've learned is if you want to learn something, you can learn it. Right. So it never occurred to me five years ago, 10 years ago that I would be running a business, but I am running a business and the learning curve for me has been steep, but it's also been one of the most rewarding and enjoyable things I've ever done in my life at any age. 
Wow. That's great to hear, Julie. Thank you. I got to ask you the question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? I don't know if there's a secret for us and for style life. I look around and I'm looking to learn from other people as well. I don't know that if there were any one thing that I would want to keep it a secret, I think it's great to share successes. So I ask other people. I'm always, I would tell you that maybe for me personally, I believe and I enjoy learning from others, right? So I don't walk in the door and say I have all of the answers and my answers are the only correct ones. I like to listen and learn from others. I don't think that's necessarily a secret, but I do think it's important to be open to other ideas and learning from others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's one thing that I see a lot of people who fail are just like, no, I'm just going to do it my way, right? Not really take some of those inputs. I think that inputs are incredibly valuable. I think that too many inputs are maybe allow you not to think. But for the most part, I think that people don't get enough external input, right? When they're realizing like, oh, actually, this isn't working right now and figuring it out. This is why I tell all my team members and all of our different companies, I'm like, Go, you need to go on Twitter. LinkedIn is another great place too. You need to understand what people are talking about in the world, in the specific like direct consumer world or whatever world it is, right? And really getting some of that really good advice about what is working and what's not, right? I think that's incredibly important. Julie, I got three more questions for you. I hope you're ready. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. First question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Slack. Slack. I was just thinking about Slack today and I know that there is some Slack competitors being built, right? And there's obviously there's Microsoft Teams and all these different things, but there is nothing like Slack for getting people together in like, it's incredible. I just started this partner network with on the direct consumer agency side. And within a day, I have 50 partners in one channel that we're all talking about throwing business back and forth with each other. Where else can you do that? It's just phenomenal. It works really well for our team. And we have people in the UK, as I said, across the country, throughout California, and it works really well. And yeah. we're all on it all day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of my friends told me at one point, he's like, ah, I think Slack ruined my company. I'm like, over communication ruined your company? I don't think so. I don't think that's what did it. <laughs> Was he competing with Slack? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Were you a Slack competitor? No, no, no. I think it was the kind of usage of Slack. Anyway, we got, I'm sure we could talk about Slack all day. Second question for you, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Oh, gosh. Okay, well, I actually do enjoy audiobooks books. I walk my dog and listen. I just finished Cutting for Stone. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I don't want to butcher the name of the author, but he is a beautiful writer, trained doctor. And it's about 22 hours of listening. So Ooh. a lot of dog walking, yeah. but absolutely wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. And guys, remember anything that Julie and I talked about, if we can find it, we will put it down in the show notes. So we're obsessive with our show notes. We want to make sure that these are world-class, that you guys get everything from this episode. So we'll make sure to try to find that book as well. Last question for you, Julie, you just found out you have a year to live. What changes? I have two kids in college in faraway places and one at home. I think I just rotate between visits. Mm. I let they stay where they are. I want them to live their lives and be really happy and I spend a lot of time with them and, you know, my husband, and I think we just enjoy time together and then circle around back with the family and share stories about experiences and life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Julie, thanks for your time today. Thanks for telling me a little bit about styled life. Really, really cool. Where can people find out more about styled life and then also connect with you? Oh, thank you. Okay. So I am on LinkedIn. 
Yes. Julie, Julie Floyd on LinkedIn. And by all means, feel free for anyone to reach out to me there. And Styled Life is S-T-Y-L-D-L-I-F-E. One word. There is no E in Styled Life. It's stylish. So please go to stylelife.com. And I'm happy to give out my personal email address as well. That's jfloyd at stylelife.com. Awesome. Again, guys, all that will be down in the show notes. Julie, thank you again so much for your time today. Thank you, Jordan. I really appreciate it. This was a good time. Awesome. Hey, guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.